Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for the blessings you will pour into our hearts. Father, our prayer this afternoon is that we will touch your grace, that our life will not remain the same. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I will be looking at a reposition in your mind for kingdom impact. And it's taken from Romans 12, 1 to 2. Amen. Repositioning your mind for kingdom impact. And please, can you, is the project, uh, would it possible? All right. So we would, uh, would have so much of, so much readings to do. Okay. Amen. It says, uh, therefore I urge you brothers in view of God's mercy to offer your body as a living, your bodies as a living sacrifice. As living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. By the renewing of your mind. And uh, I want to hold it for there for the, for the moment. Renewing of your mind. And when I was going through this, this scripture, uh, there was so much to talk about. I know we have had a lot of uh, a lot of practices, teachings on how to meditate, how to work on the mind, how to. In fact, most of us are even experts in that area. But I want us to do it in a kingdom way. Amen. And the kingdom pattern, he says, renewing your mind, renewing your mind, and uh, I want to. Bring this, I'm, I'm tempted to make it a study. Well, I just pray that I would, we won't go to that extent where we have to share our views. But I'm really, really tempted that we, like, I'll throw it open to the house where we'll have to bring our suggestions. But I will, first of all, lay three items we're going to look into this renewing your mind. First thing is, why do we have to renew our mind? Why is the mind so important? And let us first look at Luke, Luke uh, 6, verse 45. Possible Luke six forty five, Amen. Luke six forty five says, "The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart." Amen. Does it sound? Does it make meaning here? The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of for out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Amen. If you go further in that scripture, you begin to see where the Bible says, it says, fresh water doesn't come out of um, a contaminated, um, it doesn't come out from a contaminated source. Praise the Lord. So, there is a reason for the mind. And the Bible really emphasizes on that mind carefully. Let us also take another point, another reading from Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17.10 Jeremiah 17.10 I the Lord search the heart and examine the mind to reward a man according to his conduct according to what his deeds deserve. Amen? So, I, I was actually pondering on this. Why is this mind so important? Why does God actually search the mind? And we remember a scripture. We remember, we follow the, uh, the, 
read scripture carefully where uh the the prophet yes prophet samuel went to anoint david uh, in jesse's house and lo and behold he saw eliab the big and mighty man he said ah this is sure the one and what did god say he says no not that for i reject i reject that one amen i reject that one i do not see as men see but i search the heart so basically there is something that we'll be praying god for i don't think it's more of a study it's more of prayer because uh the psalmist says god examine my heart if there be any what unrighteousness evil found in it amen so it's basically we are all seated very handsome very beautiful with good intentions and we could do one or two but man if god would open our hearts if god would open our hearts even we that have the heart to be scared amen we'll be so scared and that is why if you say it's a lie if you have been in a very terrible situation and like if care is not taken you could take measures that the consequences would be so disastrous that whenever you remember it you say am i sure i'm the one that took that that step how many of us can attest to those things amen oh i'm the only one i'm the only sinner here oh i see amen so please um basically i see i just want to draw this consciousness in us because we are we are children of god and it's not just about um, how our days are going to be fine because there are also some other important areas in the mind where we have to position our mind, think, think the good things, just as Philippians, just as Philippians 4 tells us, think upon the good things. But first thing first, there is a foundation that if you don't get it wrong, if you don't get it correctly, rather, if you don't get it correctly, it would actually mess up the whole thing. We'll be building a faulty foundation. We have a faulty foundation and that's why i just want us to critically look into this issue of the mind the heart in jeremiah the lord tells us something in jeremiah he says for i examine the mind to reward a man for i examine the mind so brethren it's the mind is it's it's one thing that uh well, people have this ad, uh, this adage that uh, the mind even deceives the owner amen the mind can also deceive the owner and the bible tells us that uh, in, in the bible god was saying i will remove the heart of stone and put in it the heart of what the heart of flesh so that you will know my word amen so i am i'm just here first and first so that we can get an understanding of why this mind is very necessary because that is what god rewards god doesn't reward your goodies brethren what does the bible say to reward a man according to his what conduct so first thing is my mind if i am busy giving helping philanthropies whatever thing you can call it what god is searching for is what is the intention the mind the motive behind my my good deeds praise the lord my good deeds the good deeds so i and most thing and if we can't do good you can't do good if god has not bred that life his life on you if you have not encountered christ you can't do good brethren we can all attest to that you can't do good if you have not encountered god no matter whatever i think you whatever think whatever thing you think you're doing you can't do good 
unless you have accepted the Lord as your Lord and personal Savior. What am I? Why, why, why am I saying this? Because the Lord said, "I will remove. I will have a. I will have your heart will be what circumcised. It's the heart. It's circumcised heart. And that was why the Bible said, "I've given this one to so a reprobate mind." So our prayer this morning, our prayer this afternoon will be, God, please, I want a heart that yearns for you, a heart that is circumcised, a heart of flesh. A heart that is not given to wickedness, that is not given to wrong intentions. A heart that I cannot even, I don't even like, like I am not, I can't, I am not sure of what I can do tomorrow. I'm not sure of what I can do now. How many of us know that there are certain actions that someone could take now? You get provoked. You get so much provoked and in, like so much. I don't know if the English word is correct. Enraged. Is that correct? Eh? You get so much, uh, uh, what's the word? Say it to <laughs> Amen. So, you know, you get so much angry, so much bitter that you can, you can tear the world apart. So, before we begin to lay the foundations on how we could actually hold this mind, what would actually, what we should think, how we should go about this thing, we're first of all going to understand that this mind, no man owns this mind. It is actually the Lord that can help us circumcise this heart, change this heart, for us to be able to bring forth good things. Because no matter whatever thing we think in life, no matter the good, no, no matter the good deeds we do, God will only examine the mind for Him to reward our good conduct. Amen. So we have all agreed today that. If I like, go out and do whatever good you do. If that heart has not been circumcised, that you will not get any reward for it. There are principles. There are principles of giving, sowing, tithing, and reward. But there is a place of reward from God. Amen. So, brethren, I want us to look at another scripture. And it's going to take from Matthew 6, 25 to 33. It's a long reading. Matthew 6, 25 to 33. Amen. So, um, we have actually gotten to the point where uh, we know that this heart, actually, we need to beg God for a circumcision. We need to beg God to do away with the stony heart, with the heart of stone, and give us a heart of flesh that will be able to obey him, that we can say, oh, I trust I will believe God. I trust I will walk, on, I will walk with God on, on, the, on this life journey. And Matthew begins to tell us, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Please, there is a version that says, take no thought. How many of us have encountered that scripture? Take no thought. Amen? Take no thought. And I don't know how many of us are, it's a very, very practical one here. Like you're walking on the road and a thought just hits you. Wow, imagine a car just hit me now and I die. Okay, that one is too, is too extreme. Okay, let's say it this way. Okay, you were walking on the road, like you say, people just gather and mob me now, like I'm a it's too extreme as well. Okay, 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 okay. No, bicycle is also extreme. Um okay. All right. Um how many of us have had thoughts like thoughts like if maybe I don't make it, like you know, the thought of fear of not making it in life. 
Nobody. Ah, I'm the only person again. It is well. So, brethren, the Bible is telling us today that, eh, that we should therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Does it make sense? So that means we have been committing sin for take for our life. Are we, is, is there an, a consciousness in us this afternoon that we have actually been making error? Or maybe we don't believe in this world, this one, no. We better, let's go back to our classroom lectures. Those ones are more real than this one. Is this one more, is, 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 is the classroom teachings, are they more real than this? So this is more real, right? So the Bible is telling us, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye, ye shall eat or what, or what ye shall drink. So, I won't go, I, I, basically I just want to take that caption, take no thought. So, and I want us to, upon this, our study this afternoon, we are going to be begging, we are going to be, we are going to take a very practical steps as we live. Because the Bible has told us, renew your mind. So there's a position of us to do that work. When the heart has been given to us, when they circumcise that has been given to us, the Bible is telling, another step is what? Take no thought. Amen? You take no thought. Not just what you're going to eat, but take no thought. Even the evil ones. In case I don't make it in life. In case I don't do this one. Why don't you think? What, why don't, you know, sometimes I ask myself. Why is it that it's only negative things I want to be thinking about? Why don't I think about, what if I make it so much in life? But it doesn't come. I said, this devil is a bastard. Why won't you give me the... You know, it's a very practical step, brethren. Or it doesn't happen to you. How many times have you thought good things for your life? Let me ask Please, every, if you know you have thought good things about your life, like, let's say 95%, raise up your hand. Ah, I caught all of them. Well, so you mean everyone here, you, you can, you can affirm like 95%, 95% yeah, 95, 95% of good things that you have thought about your life. So you see, we are actually at war with the mind. The enemy is trying to, is, is battling this mind with us. But I believe there is a breakthrough for us this afternoon. Amen? God is working on our hearts this afternoon. We are going out with a transformed heart. We are going out with a, with a mandate, with an understanding that we, we cannot take thought of, of what? Of rubbish things. We renew our mind daily with the word of God. We renew our mind with things that matters. And that's why Philippians 4, 5 to 7, please take Let's take Philippians 4, 5 to 7. How many minutes more, sir? I'm a student like him. I don't need to pay him anything. All right. Uh, can you use the King James, please? New King James. Uh, Philippians, Philippians 4, 8, sorry. Philippians 4, 8. All right. So, can we read together? Finally, brethren, whatever things are true. Amen. I was waiting to see whatever things are destructive. Whatever things that will make me die. Whatever things that will make me not prosper. Whatever things that will make me fall sick. I didn't see it there. Amen. So that means that we really need to, we really need to ask ourselves some certain questions though. 
we really need to meditate and have self-reflection. What have we been doing to ourselves all this while? What have we been doing to ourselves? Why can't we think upon this good thing? Whatever things are noble, whatever things are right, whatever things are lovely. Huh? Whatever things are of, of good report, if there is any virtue, meditate on these things. Another place that was, it says, meditate upon the, on, on the word, and that should be, um, Joshua. He said, meditate upon this word day and night. You remember? Hmm? Meditate upon this word day and night. Upon the word of the Lord. That's the good news. That's the good news. That's the good news. That's good news. Thank you. Ten minutes. That's good news. So the salvation will carry is good news. It's not the salvation you carry and you are squeezing your face. I'm a child of God and you don't, you don't give people, you don't smile. Your face is all, all bottled up. All bottled up. What are you thinking? Why don't you smile? Yeah? Amen. So the Bible is telling us whatever things are pure, whatever things are true. Let's think upon these things. So, um, I would also want us to Look at James 3, 11 to 12. Amen? James 3, 11 to 12. It says, okay, this is, does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Amen? So, brethren, it's another question again. If your heart is given to God, if this heart has been worked on by God, if this heart is circumcised, would you look at your neighbor and blaspheme the person? Would you look at your neighbor and try to do wickedness to the person? So that means anybody that the act, that the act is not pure. If what you are thinking about is things that are bad, if things you do are things that are bad, that means that your source is not correct. Your source is what? Is not correct. So, and we all admit that we are going to do a personal check. We are going to cry to the Lord. We are going to do a very personal check upon our life. Because you might say it doesn't matter actually, after all. It doesn't affect me. But brethren, we know that we are gathered here. We, are, we have come to our maker. The one that made heaven and earth. The one that rewards. He said, I come quickly with my reward. To reward what? Both the good and the, the bad. And I come speedily with my reward. So because we are, we are waiting for that day of reward. So we shouldn't live carelessly. Because it is this mind that determines that, that makes what we do pleasing to God. That makes what we do pleasing to God. If God has made this this heart to be to be a heart of like a heart that brings forth good things i don't know there is there is um uh, there is there's actually something that happened in the bible i don't know if you want, if you follow the story of of 
of um, the three, the, the, the four Hebrew Hebrew men, the four Hebrew uh, Hebrew guys. They said, "How can we what? How can we defile ourselves with the king's meat?" Amen. And someone will say, "How will you defile yourself with the king's meat?" Is the king? How can that's an insult? Is the king not you? How can ah, so king is eating defied food as well? Are you understanding where we are going to? So that how can you say the king's food? Like for you to say, I cannot defy myself with the king's food. So that means the king is actually eating defied what? Amen. So, but there's an understanding. And where I'm going to is actually is there is a mindset we should get to because they said it said to whom much is given, much is expected, right? So we are Christians. We are getting to that level where we should be able to reason like these guys. That you see this life we have. There, it gets to a point that no, we cannot divide, we cannot allow anything to contaminate our heart. And that was why Job said, I have made a covenant with my what? With my eyes. Not to do what? Not to lust after, or not to look at a, a woman. Amen? So, there are, there, there are levels I want us to, I just want to, I want to, I, 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 I want to, uh, there's this consciousness that the people want to create in us this evening. A heart that will long after him. A heart that will come to him and know that he's the only one that can transform this, our heart. He's the only one that can make us live a life that is pleasing unto him. He says, therefore, present your bodies as a, as living sacrifice. As living sacrifice. And how did he start it? Renewing your mind. Renewing your mind. So what did God do to people like Joseph? That a, that a noble woman would offer herself to him and he said, I cannot do this wickedness before God and within my master. Hey! How many of us here? How many of us here will look at, will look at opportunities? Offers that will, that will bring shame to the body of Christ and say, I cannot do this thing. I heard a testimony of a brother yesterday at night. He said he was offered 24 million pounds. That was probably back in the 70s. And he said, do you know the, do you know the deal? Remove Jesus from your song. Just say the bigger love, the big lover, the greatest lover of all times. And he battled with his mind so much. Battled. You know, then the enemy will tell you, you can't go about it this way now. Uh-uh. Uh, you can, it's not Christ preached, but he said, what message do I, do I then preach if I remove Jesus from the song? Amen? So I'm asking you, brethren, who are you living for? Are we still living for self or are we are living for God? Praise the Lord. Are we still living for our pocket or are we are still living for the rewarder of the mind? Are we still living for things that will, will perish? Things that will not, like, you know, most times this mind deceives us so much. We cannot even, you know, that the control is not there. We can't even get ourselves together. We think it's just about the pleasure, the fun. What happened to Esther? That a lady that, an orphan, no father, no mother, could say, I will preserve myself, even in, the, in, in an unknown country. I'll preserve myself. And God looked upon her and said, you are the queen. And Vashti was dethroned. Esther was enthroned. Amen. So I don't know. But I think it's like, I want, I just want to create this, 
create this hunger in us that it's not about there is, there is more to what we think there is there is more it doesn't end here if you know you are a queen there is a way you carry yourself you don't flirt with any kind of guy because you're a queen if you know you're a king or a prince you don't go about dissipating young girls because you are a king if you know that you have a calling on your head you don't go about messing up your life because one day you are supposed to influence people not to not to disrupt lives so brethren i just want us to if we could come with this understanding this afternoon and say god where have i gotten it wrong how do i make amends do i just live my life go in this in this way because the time will come take it or leave it brethren a time will come this flesh would fail you a time will come you can't do that which you used to do you can't even chew bone you can't break bone without your strong teeth you can't make you can't make shakara with those your cough with those your i was the right word with those your figure eight you understand it's very nice the nice body the nice baritone voice the nice the nice the the, the nice things yes but brethren there is more there is more you can do with those things don't destroy life with those things. Don't stop destroying lives with those things. Let's have a renewed mind. Let's have a re one of the reasons why I'm very careful the songs I listen to is because they hit your mind one. Bim! Take it or leave it. Anytime you play, I'm very careful and I'm very careful with friends I hang around with. Once you begin to play one kind of all those uh, uh, shaky, 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 all those wasting, I'm very careful. I, cl I clear because what will happen is before you know you begin to imagine a woman shaking. It's a very practical thing. It's very, very practical. So before you know it, you're already, one leg is in. It's small, small. So brethren, I just want us to, it's, are we, are we really on the Lord's side? Or we are, or we are still, we are still on the fence? Because reward is coming, you know? The reward is coming. And we're really going to pay for it. We're really going to pay for it. So I want us to stand up this evening as we take this song. We will never be the same. We've touched your grace. Our life has changed. We will never be the same. We've touched your grace. Our life has changed. We will never be the same. We've touched your grace. Our life has changed. We will never be the same. We've touched your grace. Our life has changed. Hey! I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. Brethren. Is anyone the Lord is calling this afternoon? You think you have time? There are times. There are the Bible says there are times and seasons. Yes, indeed. 
There is a time to die. There is a time to be born. There is a time for sowing. There is a time for harvest. There is a time that all man will, be, will, will give account of what he did with his life. The Bible said that the Lord distributed talents. He gave some five. He gave some three. He gave one, one. According to their what? According to their abilities. I don't know. You are saying God has not given me nothing. God has given me so many. Or you are still on your oh, my intellect are there. I'm I'm able. I am strong. I have all I have. I have all I need to make it in life. Brethren, we have heard that the Lord comes with his reward. Please, is anyone here that wants to say, please, Lord, touch this heart again. Affect my life. Breathe on this life again. Let my life not remain the same. Let it not pass away like this. May I know that there is more. There is. May I know that there is more that God wants to offer to me. It doesn't end here. It will end in Bayreuth. It will end in Germany. It will end here, my brother. It's not going to end here. There is more. There is more. There is more. Stop compromising. Stop compromising. Stop compromising. God can help you. Stop weeping. God can help you. Stop sitting on the defense. God can help you. Stop sitting on the defense. God can come through for you. Stop crying. God can come through for you. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. I will never be the same. My life has changed. I've touched your grace. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life has changed. Amen. Let's just open our mouths and, and beg God this evening that he would help us. That he would turn this heart of stone to a heart of flesh. That he will circumcise this heart. That he will circumcise this heart. He says, he says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak it. Amen. So let's beg God for a transformed heart. Let him purchase us this heart of stone. And give us a heart of flesh. Let's open our mouth and bear God. He says, He says, for the heart of man is what? Desperately wicked. So let's bear God for a, a transformed heart, a heart to love, a heart that is inclined to Him. A, 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 let Him take away the rebellious heart, a heart of a, 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 that heart that cannot tolerate discipline, that heart, a, that heart of rebellion. Let iniquity not be found in us. Let God examine us and take away that, that iniquity. That stuff that will make us to be disobedient to the voice of the Lord. Let's open our mouth and pray. God, purge us of, of, of every stony heart. Purge us of every iniquity. Purge us of every hardened heart. And put in us the heart of flesh. Amen. 